1: The show that knows that real liberation includes sexual liberation. I am your host, Jacqueline Friedman, and welcome back to another Spare Parts episode of Unscrewed where we bring you a little of this, a little of that, and we get you in and out in 15 minutes or less. Here we are. I'm finally functional enough to do another Spare Parts. Woo! I don't know what to tell you. It's taken me a few weeks to get my feet under me with all of this. I hope that you are all well as can possibly be expected and that the people you love are well and that you have enough of what you need, even if what you need is community providing the things that you need that you can't provide for yourself right now. It's okay. We all need to be here for each other and figure out ways to do that, to accept help and to give help right now more than ever. Anyway, I am grateful to be here with you today and the sun is out while I'm recording this and I have what I need and I'm in relatively good health and I've been dancing the the coronavirus out using Broadway dance videos on YouTube. If that's interest to you, by the way, check out 567 Broadway. It is a great time. It is, of course, Sexual Assault Awareness Month. In the middle of all of this uh, which can be weird feeling i think for a lot of us who are in the field or who really consider ourselves survivor activists and are invested in the movement um, it's just getting lost in the shuffle and i have weird feelings about sexual assault awareness month in good years because i hate awareness as a goal In general, I always want it to be Sexual Assault Action Month. I'm sure if you've been listening to this show for more than a year, you've already heard me rant about it. And also because it should be every month. But here we are, and it's Sexual Assault Awareness Month. And, you know, one of the nice things about April in that respect is a, a chance to get together as survivors and to be in community with each other, which is why it's Really hard on a lot of survivor activists right now not to get to be together for the kind of events that we usually do this time of year, which is why I was really delighted. I was supposed to keynote the Take Back the Night in Ann Arbor this year, and after it was canceled, the organizers decided to make a virtual version. And so if you're missing Take Back the Night, I definitely recommend checking out the video they made. It's about a half an hour long It includes a lot of the stuff that you'd expect to hear at a Take Back the Night rally, including a women's choir and some very poorly lit remarks for me. Less the remarks that I would have given and more just some words of encouragement for this moment. Anyway, it's short. It's just a half an hour. And if you're missing that sense of community among survivors and ritual of Take Back the Night, The best way to find it, I think, is just to type 2020 Take Back the Night Ann Arbor into YouTube and you'll find it. You can also check my socials. I posted it on Facebook and Twitter yesterday. And if you're wanting to do something more active for Sexual Assault Awareness Month, I also want you to know that BARC, Boston Area Rape Crisis Center, which is the very excellent rape crisis organization, Here, local to me, is hosting their annual Walk for Change as a virtual event. And so you can become a virtual walker from wherever you are. You can also sponsor people. And there's going to be, I think, some great video content put out around that on the day of. So check out BarkWalk. That's B-A-R-C-C-Walk.org. If you want to do something active for Sexual Assault Awareness Month, it's still possible. I know everything is weird, (laughs) but we're all doing our best. And the thing, one of the things I said in the video for Ann Arbor is those of us who are survivors really have something to offer right now. We know how to survive trauma. So I want you to think about yourself that way if you're a survivor of trauma, that you know things about how to survive in this moment that you can share and help other people with. We know how to get through some tough stuff. Let's hope that stuff gets less tough sometime soon. In the meantime, that we keep finding ways to engage and support each other in making it so. I'm going to devote the rest of this little quickie-sode to... Some wisdom from next week's guest for full episode, Tina Horn, who's been on the show before and who is... Amazing. Um, I asked her, in addition to the interview I did for next week's episode, to offer you some practical help if you are isolated from anyone that you might want to have sex with right now, (laughs) both in terms of how to keep things ethical and safe and also steamy. So here's Tina. First, she's going to talk a little bit about how to ethically consume porn a little PSA because we need that every so often and then she's going to talk about how to keep things spicy while social distancing
0: the most ethical way to consume porn this was true before the pandemic and is true now and will be true after is to purchase porn directly from sex workers I promise you that Every porn star you have ever been a fan of has a social media handle on Twitter or Instagram. Most likely a lot of sex workers have their own websites and also use platforms like OnlyFans and Clips for Sale that are secure and reputable sites for people who are afraid of scams. And I've been saying for a while, I'm not saying I'm the very first person that has ever said this, but I I did come up with it on my own. So you can go ahead and credit me with the statement that buying porn directly from sex workers is the farmer's market of adult entertainment. Yes. You know, people like to watch other people having sex and there are, there is a lot of, misinformation and moral debate about what it means to watch other videos of other people having sex. There's, uh, you know, and we're going to talk about that when we talk about my essay. Um, but the the best way to cut through all of that nonsense, uh, and just, you know, actually support the people who are producing erotic entertainment because it's their job that they choose to do is is to get it from them directly that is the way that you're most likely to see footage of people doing the things that they want to do because they produce it themselves and they also are owning the means of production like they're producing it themselves they're putting it on these platforms that host them if you go to the social media profile or the website of your favorite porn star Like, I promise you there is going to be a link to pay them. I promise you there is going to be a link to buy their clips. I promise you there is going to be a link to order something custom from them, which is – more accessible than ever because of the ways that we're able to communicate and like relatively low production costs that people are are able to make these clips, even if it's the kind of dirty talk that you want to hear or the kind of sex that you want to see. So, um, and sex workers need your help right now. You know, people who have been making sexual entertainment for a really long time are not able to do that in person. And so they are more in need of, than ever of people who are ready to consume that entertainment virtually. So that is what I recommend that people do when you go to tube sites that are free to you, you are watching material that has been stolen from producers. And I want you to care about sex workers and the money that they're making and them Owning the means of production, but if for some reason you want to say fuck off, Tina, and you don't care, uh, fuck you. But (laughs) when you go to those tube sites, even though you're watching porn for free, you are supporting with your clicks, with your impressions, advertising money for like evil tech bros. So like support sex working babes, not evil tech bros. Very simple. I
1: mean, it can't be more simple than that. And then can you give us like a top three or top five tips for people who are maybe a little uncomfortable about dirty talk, whether over sex, whether over email, whether over phone or video chat, like who are are finding that the physical is not available to them and have to find words to keep things spicy?
0: Yeah, I mean, sexual interaction using technology is you're still human beings like using a tool to connect. So like thinking about the kind of foreplay that you like, the kind of consent practices you use, like use them, like not just going into sixth gear, not just going directly into like sending a picture of your aroused genitals, use a little bit of foreplay, use a little bit of seduction, like get a volley going back and forth, have a little bit of tease and denial a really good place that i recommend that people start is is with compliments. You know, if you're separated from a partner that you have been physical with before or are usually able to be physical with, talking about your feelings, talk being vulnerable talking about how you how you miss them and how you miss the way that they smell like because you don't have those sensory experiences like like learning to describe the sensory experiences, like closing your eyes and thinking about like, what do I love about sex with this person? What do I love about the way that they smell? What do I love about the way that they taste? What do I love about the way that they move? What do I love about the way, you know, if you're if you're texting and you're not able to to hear them, you know, what do you love about the way that they sound? That actually leads me to another big tip, which is recording yourself talking dirty or just using the voice memo app on your phone and putting it on the bed next to you while you're masturbating and maybe even just like pressing record on it and, and, and forgetting. Yeah. Right. And like forgetting that it's there. Um, and just, you know, or if you're like savvy and able to like use your executive brain a little bit while you're masturbating, like have the phone ready. And then like, as you're starting to like ramp up to orgasm while you're masturbating, like turning on record then and like just recording your orgasm, like basically like exchanging sexual voice memos and noises, I think is a really an underutilized. That is very sexy and I have
1: not thought of that before.
0: It is really hot in future times when you are able to be in public again. I also recommend wearing your headphones and being totally aware that you are wearing your headphones and that no one can no one can hear you like like listening to your partner orgasming while you're like on the bus is like a great <sighs> jolt of, I just got off a six week tour I really could have used this next time you're on tour I highly recommend it it's amazing how hearing the sound of someone coming especially someone that you know and like yeah is, just a really it has like a really profound effect on your nervous system yeah
1: just thinking about it is having an effect on my nervous
0: system oh good um yeah so so that's that's a big one and it's also um what about people who feel a little shy about dirty talk um a lot of people are shy about dirty talk. Uh, I think definitely starting from a place of compliments, starting from a place of of praising your partner and talking about what you love about them, talking about what you what you would do to them if you were with them, sort of like narrating what you would do and you know journaling about like what are your favorite dirty words? What are your favorite words to describe your own body? What are your favorite words to describe your partner's body? What are your favorite sexy verbs what are your favorite sexy adjectives like what words make you feel affirmed when other people use them what words do you like to use to describe other people now might be a really good time to do some journaling about that kind of thing and and develop your own sexual language style and and just practice it because some people think like oh i don't want to say that because i don't want to sound like a porn star which is ridiculous that's like saying like I don't want to like play this pickup game of basketball because I don't want to be like a professional athlete. It's like, yeah, no, you're not going to be like. Don't it. worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't, yeah, Don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> you won't, um, or you might. You might. You might. Uh, it's actually something that you should aspire to, um, but not put your, but, but not put pressure on yourself yeah. that you to aspire to that or that you're you're instantly going to be a professional the, the second that you that you get started with playing and just being being playful. And, and yeah, you know, if you are not currently quarantined with somebody that you can be physically sexual with, I really highly recommend getting on the internet while you still can talk about sex on the internet. Again, you know, this earn it act is, is coming for that freedom so while you can get on apps that are specifically designed for people to meet up and talk about sex and be very upfront and direct with people like i'm looking for a sexting partner i'm looking for someone to talk dirty to me about this particular kind of fantasy that i have
1: do you mean like on tinder or like hashtag open or or, or are there other sites that
0: yeah no yeah specifically yeah those sites i mean sites that you would otherwise use for dating apps change your profile to say like hey i'm social distancing because i care about humanity so like while i'm social distancing like let's social distance together
1: yeah i love that and speaking of the internet oh, speaking you of the internet. wrote a book about sexting i did and it's dirty talk <laughs> which i assume can be purchased on the internet
0: it can definitely be purchased on the internet yeah it's sexting by tina horn yeah it's out there
1: Yes, yes. And like I said, you'll hear much more from the amazing Tina Horn in next week's episode. And in coming weeks after that, I promise also that there will be support for those of you who are now possibly spending way too much time with a sexual partner, with or without children that you both have to take care of. So we got you very soon, I promise. That's all we have time for today. Do be sure to send in your advice questions, anything related to sex and sexuality, and I can answer them and help you out on future episodes. You can send them to me at unscrewed at jacquelinefriedman.com. You can find unscrewed wherever fine podcasts are available. We are part of the ACAST network, but you can also find us on Stitcher, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, where we get around. You might have heard. Unscrewed is produced by yours truly, Jacqueline Friedman, and edited by Natalia Rodriguez. Our In-N-Out music is by The Pink Tiles, and our cover art is by Nicole Dadana. Until next week, I'm wishing you safe and happy sex lives.
0: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.